Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 62 of Walk On Radio Hump. It is finals week in Huntsville. We're almost done with school this semester, but we're not done. We still have uh, playoff games. Away. We ain't done yet. Yeah, we ain't done yet. How are you feeling today? I'm good, Dalton. Uh, obviously, this time of the year with school is stressful. You know, everybody's trying to get those last-minute grades in, hopefully pass all your classes. People are graduating. Congrats to all the players on our team that are graduating. But, Dalton, obviously, we're student-athletes, and the student part is very important. But it's playoff time, so it's time to buckle up. You know, it's the quarterfinals. Obviously, we were able to get it done last week, and and we'll we'll get to more of that. But huge game this weekend in Huntsville, Texas, and uh, I'm really excited. Yeah. Before we get to the athlete part, Hump, how did uh, how did finals go for you? And uh, we're both seniors by class. Of course, we have some more years left of football, but this is your senior year of college. How do how does it feel to finally be done in a you're almost on your way out. Yeah, it's good, Dalton. Uh, you know, I didn't. I probably didn't make the grades that I hoped to have made uh, this year. I didn't do as good as I normally do. But I honestly, I felt like my brain was mush. And I think that's a combination of we've been playing football for 15 months now, uh, it seems like. Or not seems like. We have been, if you count practice and all that. But I'm just tired. I'm tired, Dalton. But uh passed all my classes. Those are behind me. It felt good to uh, turn that last final in. And I am... I am locked in, ready to roll for Montana State. Well, ready to roll for playoffs, and uh, let's talk about the first game, the first round for us, but second round of the FCS playoffs, Hump, UIW, and University of Incarnate Word, and we talked about this. This was going to be a tough battle. This is a team that likes to throw the ball, and uh, they have a great quarterback, a, a great team, and it came down to the wire in a classic, in a, in a Bearcat, Cardiac Cat game, 49-45, to 45, the Bearcats with the win. 49-42. 42. Yeah. A fourth down stop and on like the one-yard line. He was literally inches from scoring. So let's talk about this game. It was a back and forth, and uh, we got the win. And, you know, it's not fun unless you, you make it close. Right. Well, Dalton, that's, that seems to be the only way we know how to win playoff games. That is our fifth playoff game in a row that we've won by one possession that came down to the last possession. Uh, and so I, I saw somebody on Twitter, and they were talking about the lines of, of the games, and, they said that you know you could always take what, whatever line makes the game closer. That's how the Bearcats are going to do it. Uh, and and you know obviously we don't intend to do that. We'd love to kill everybody, but it's playoff football. Uh, you know we we said that this one was interesting because of the familiarity with with Incarnate Word and Sam Houston. They knew us, we knew them, and uh, you know Dalton and I never we never thought that this one was going to be a blowout by any means. We we knew that this would be a close game, and when you have a quarterback like Cameron Ward on the other side. And he played at a just an unbelievable high level uh, Saturday night. When, when you have a guy like that, every game is close. Uh, you know, I, I I don't think I saw a lot of slander. A lot of people were mad how how close of a game we won. I just it still blows my mind how many people are against Sam Houston uh, as far as FCS social media goes. But you know, a lot of people were viewing it as oh well, Sam Houston only beat Incarnate Word by seven. They're you know they're they're fake they're they're gonna lose this round whatever I think that's super disrespectful to a very talented Incarnate Word team an Incarnate Word team that won their conference this year an Incarnate Word team that won the most games in its school's history an Incarnate Word team that beat an FBS program an Incarnate Word team that won a first round playoff game against SFA a team that we all like to think is is pretty solid this year uh, and a team that a, a team that has one of the best you know 
five or six quarterbacks in the entire country. So a little disrespectful to Incarnate Word. Uh, I think that they are they were very deserving of playing in that round of 16, and uh, I, I think they could have beaten anybody on that day. Yeah, and it, it's it's tough because when it comes to playoffs, it's a different ball game. It doesn't matter how you do in the regular season. Once it's playoff times, it's a different it's a different breed. That's why we always joke about in the NFL that playoff Brady is a different human because once you enter the zone, you just got to you got to play a little different. Incarnate Word did that. Their passing game was there, but Hump, our running game was just absolutely crazy. Ramon Jefferson, Noah Smith, but another guy that just continues to impress and he's our guy he's one of our close friends is eric schmidt the we had a couple names what for about it. what about eric what about playoff eric schmidt yeah i mean the dude the dude just freaking locks in so we have the flanders flip and uh there's been a couple names for it uh, one of my favorites is air like air oh, schmidt. eric schmidt it's a good one the, the i schmidt. like the schmidt somersault yeah. that that's probably what i'll go with so uh you know if, if what you, a play if you know eric schmidt you know that he's a quiet guy and uh when he's on the field, is just different. And he was juiced. He was running around making plays, getting up in people's faces. Yeah. I mean, and, but the thing is, is like Eric, what he's got to realize is, yeah, he's a quiet guy. But regardless, everyone's looking to him. He's the quarterback. He's the star player. And whether he likes it or not, all eyes are on him. And and, and when he got in, uh, what's his name, Kalechi, the yeah. the best linebacker for for Incarnate Word, he got up in his face. Silence was juiced for that. Yeah, for not, sure. not only the silence, but the crowds. Uh, yeah. I want to shout out the Bearcat Nation. Oh, man. Showed out. I, I personally was a little worried. I thought I because too. because we didn't get the Piney Woods 2 game, it may have not shown out. This this regular season was you know, a little hit or miss, but, man, they showed out, and they were loud. Well, I made the comment weeks ago that I think that we were victims of not playing a lot of close games, uh, and I think that that was kind of – for whatever reason, I think that was not bringing in a lot of fans. And, you know, this is the first big game we've played in a while. And the fans showed up. The fans showed up. It was electric. And uh, I am I am ecstatic to find out what, what uh, Bauer Stadium is looking like this Saturday night. Okay, Hump, question for you. You have Monmouth. You have James Madison. You have the National Championship game. And you have UIW. And these are all the games that we played. And not, not kind of North Dakota State because it wasn't as stressful. It was still a stressful game. But I want you to rank how you were feeling stress-wise and pan- not panic, but uh, just okay, overall. First off, North Dakota State was a little stressful. Yeah. That one, that that game was weird because we kind of dominated, but because of the crazy special teams plays that North Dakota State was making, that was a pretty close one. Okay, so all last year's playoff games and this one, I want you to rank them in, in terms of just overall just nerves and, and how you were feeling. Because I'm not going to lie, at the end of the Incarnate World game, I wanted to throw up. I was feeling awful. I hate these stressful games. It, it makes me feel old. But Hump, I want you to rank them. Okay. Well, number one is number one's got to be the national championship. That that has that had the biggest the biggest stakes. I mean, it, it was the national championship. It came down literally to the last play of the game. So that's number one. Number two, man. Um, I guess I'll go James Madison down down twenty one at the half. That one happened so fast. I never really got to the nerves part. It kind of just was like, "Holy crap, we're winning!" <laughs> uh, but I'll go. I'll say that Incarnate Word and Monmouth are they were very similar games, really. Like one was low scoring, one was high scoring. But the difference in the Incarnate Word game, Dalton, if Incarnate Word scores right there, there's absolutely zero doubt in my mind that they go for two to try to win that game. Why would you not? You're I mean, on the, you have to. You're and on the they, road. They kind of had our number throughout the game. You're on the road. It's the number one team in the country. You, 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 there's nothing else to prove. If it looks before the game, if you went up 
to Eric Morris and said, all right, coach, you get one play from the three-yard line to try and beat Sam Houston. If you don't get it, you lose. If you get it, you win. He's taking that. He's taking that. So they would have went for two. And so for that, that one, I was really nervous. I was really nervous. That is not how I wanted the streak to end. That's not how I wanted uh, the season to end, our, 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 our national championship attacking repeat to end. That would have been uh, pretty crappy. But, yeah, so I'll go national championship semifinals, two-way tie for Monmouth and Incarnate Word, and then uh, North Dakota State. And uh, speaking of Eric Morris, uh, UIW's former head coach, uh, right after the game, it was announced that he took the offensive coordinator job at Washington State. Washington State. And, uh, Power huh? five. We, oh, yeah. You I, know know gonna, I know what you're going to say. Cameron I'll, Ward. I'll, I'll let you say it because you, you've, been, you've been touching on that for a year now. Yeah, and uh, our guest, uh, FCS Triumvirate, yep. said uh, – Nice pronunciation. Oh, I had, to, I, had to, <laughs> I had to stop for a second. But he said that he thinks he follows wherever the coach goes. And uh, so here it is, the big question. Cameron Ward, is he uh, is he out of there? He's gone. He's gone, unfortunately. Does he uh, follow, or does he just hit the portal no, and take I, his chances? No, I think he follows. Um, that's a, I mean, if that's his guy, that's his guy. Uh, Washington State already chunks the ball because, you know, they had Mike Leach for a little while before he went to Mississippi State. Um, Gardner Minshew is a, is a Washington State product. Uh, so I... I'd be surprised if Cameron Ward does not go up to uh, Washington with Eric Morris. Well, a uh, great season for UIW. What a, what a game. It was so much fun to be a part of it, and uh, we're moving on. And they're headed to the WAC. Yeah. Headed to the WAC. But, Speaking uh, of the WAC, Dalton, me and Dalton yesterday, little interview with uh, a WAC, WAC Sports podcast. Uh, that was pretty cool. They they It was a little – it was like half about walk-on radio, half about the upcame, upcoming game this weekend. Uh, so if you saw that on Twitter, check that out. Uh, it's on Apple, Spotify, whatever, but Wax Sports and uh, listen to me and Dalton and what we have to say. Yeah, really fun uh, Wax Sports. UIW, they're going to have to bounce back. They're going to have to rebuild. They're uh, losing a key piece with their coach and potentially their quarterback. We'll have to see. But we have a new game, new week. Got to go 1-0, and and uh, we're facing a tough opponent. An opponent we've seen before, uh, not me and Hump's time, but Sam Houston has seen him in the playoffs once before. Montana State, the Bobcats. It's a night game, Saturday night, huge stakes. Defense is there. It is a heavy run offense versus a heavy oh, yeah, run we need defense. Talk, we need to talk about Montana State. We haven't done our preview. Yeah. I guess that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, this is this is the intro for the for the preview hump. We got a tough one. And uh we've always talked about Montana's and these are the Montana, Montana State, one of the two big powerhouses of the FCS with uh, with the uh, Dakotas and Sam Houston. But this is this is gonna be a test. So let's hear a preview. What do we uh, what do we got at stake? Yeah, this is uh, this is a, a good old fashioned national quarterfinals football game. I mean, all all eight teams that are left can win the national championship. Montana State definitely included in that. They are they are very good uh, defensively. Going to be one of the better teams we've played all year. Uh, they fly around. I'll be honest. I mean, they they freaking fly around. You know, they've got a uh, Buck Buchanan finalist, which is if you don't know the Buck Buchanan Award is given to the top defensive player in the country. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they have a linebacker that is a finalist for that, and he's awesome. I mean, he's a good player. Um, you know, I, I think as far as matchup-wise, I think offensively what, what they do fits better into what we do rather in, in comparison to Incarnate Word. Uh, you know, Incarnate Word was throwing the ball around I think they. I think Cameron Ward had 63 pass attempts. That's not our bread and butter. Our bread and butter is stopping the run. Uh, Montana State is great at the run, so it's gonna be, 
it's going to be a lot in the trenches. It's going to be, you know, which which line can control who. Uh, I could see this one being a lower scoring game. You know, we we're, we're averaging forty whatever points a game. They're averaging giving up like thirteen points a game. So you're you're going power on power. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome game. I'm super excited that we're at home again. Sam Houston, we've never lost a home playoff game. That that's obviously something that that's got to be in the back of Montana State's head. So, you know, it's exciting, Dalton. Anytime you get to play, anytime you get to play anything in the national playoffs is is a big deal, and and every game means a little bit more. You know, we always talk about going one and zero, and and that's obviously you. If you don't win this weekend, it's impossible to win the national championship. Don, there's eight teams left in the country. It's special. This time of year is, is truly special. Yeah, linebacker Troy Anderson, he actually already won the Defensive Player of the Year. So uh, next up is the Buck Buchanan Award. Uh, I, I don't know how they're different, but I was reading up on it. and uh, it, I think he won the Big Sky Defensive Player of the he? Year. Yeah, the Buck Either Buchanan way. is the Defensive Player Either of the way. Year. Linebacker, 6'4", he's good. 240. He, he's a stud. Their defensive line is really good. Didn't you tell me you read that he was like maybe projected to be like a fourth-rounder yeah, or something? Yeah, it looks like the Ravens are looking at him, but fourth-round guy. He's yeah, he's a, a good player. All-American, great player. guy, great defense. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to see. They our, play like they like wrestle bears or something like up well, in the mountains. I mean, it's up in Montana. Yeah. It, it's probably like that. But I'm excited. This is a, this is a big-on-big challenge. I'm, I'm excited to see what we do. And uh, we got to go 1-0. We gotta, we're, not, we're not done yet, hopefully, so we got to keep moving on. But, Hump, enough of FCS. Time to move on to some FBS talk. And the playoff is official. Boo. It's it's your four teams. So, it's uh, it's not as exciting as FCS I do playoff. like the teams in it this year, yes. though. We, we got some new blood. No Notre Dame. So, that's no how Notre Dame. Start. Check one. So, Hump, this is your time. Let's hear about the playoffs. Let's hear about some New Year's Six Bulls that you're interested in. And uh, maybe some upsets and surprises. And, uh, of course, we're going to name our who we think we're going to win. We're going to do all that. But uh, let's and I know people already know what it is, but I like when you kind of announce it like it's brand new. So, Hump, who's in the playoffs this year? Well, Dalton, first off, okay, coming in at the fourth spot, let's give a round of applause for for old uh, Ryan Humphreys for preseason predicting the Cincinnati Bearcats to the college football playoffs. They had to earn that one. They, oh, they, had to they fight. earned it, and I think that they are lucky that Baylor took down Oklahoma State. Because I think on the last day, Oklahoma State could have slipped in over Cincinnati. But Baylor got that done. And Cincinnati has a date with number one seed, Alabama. How, how did is, this is there any Is there oh any doubt God. that that was exactly what was going to happen? I mean, they just prove everybody I mean, wrong. you and I talked about that like like months ago. That, okay, Alabama is going to figure out how to beat Georgia in the SEC championship to get in. Uh, but, yeah, Alabama number one. They, you know, Bryce Young, he's going to win the Heisman, I think, pretty easily. Uh, kind of a weak Heisman year. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but I'm saying it's not it's not the the type of Heisman Trophy winner we've had in the past. But Michigan State running back not making the Heisman Final Four. What uh, what are your thoughts? Well, it's it's first off, it's a quarterback award. It, it seems like it always is. You know, I I know that Devontae Smith he won it last year, but it, it, a lot of it is a team award. I mean, you you look at you look at the people in it. The Alabama has a finalist. Uh, Michigan has uh, in Aiden Hutchinson a finalist, a defensive yep. player. Um, I feel like they always try to throw a defensive player in there just so like everyone's happy, but probably not a big chance they're going to win it. And then the the only other the only two non playoff teams that have a finalist are quarterbacks: C.J. Stroud and uh, Pickett from uh, Pittsburgh. So it, you know Kenneth Walker, great year. He's gonna I think he's gonna have a good career in the NFL. 
but yeah, Dalton, number one, Alabama. They're going to play against Cincinnati, number four. And then you've got number two, Michigan, who had an unbelievable performance in the Big Ten Championship. They are going to play the Steel Curtain defense of Georgia, number three seed. Well, Steel Curtain, Alabama was able to kind of open that up a little bit. Uh, Humph. And I, we're gonna do this pick them later. Of course, this is gonna happen. Do we save this? Because okay, listen, we're we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say how pick them is gonna work. So we had year long pick them. Thank you to everybody who participated. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, you, you gotta you gotta figure out who the cream of the crop is. Luckily, me and Dalton are a part of that group. Yeah, I, I know, God. I know. Um, but top fifteen, they uh, they will be the only people continuing picks this season. We're going to take a week off, okay, let everybody regroup, gather up, and uh, we're going to pick a lot of the bowl games, a lot of the New Year's Six games, the rest of the FCS playoffs after this weekend, and then NFL. And that's going to what that's what's going to decide top dog this year for Pick'em. So, uh, Dalton, we can talk about these games, but I say we I say we save our picks until next week. Yeah, so I think uh I think we should we should just not talk about it okay, at all because okay. we, Alabama versus you know Cincinnati. How we get, we're going to end Perfect. up picking a winner. Alabama versus Cincinnati. Uh, that's going to be at Cowboys Stadium. That's the Cotton Bowl, technically. And then we've got Michigan versus Georgia. That's going to be at the Orange Bowl in Miami. So there are any uh, New Year's Six Bowls that you're really interested in? Because I saw some of them, and some of them look like blowouts, and I guess you never know, but some of them look a little rough. I, I like them. Um, okay, we'll, we'll just go through all of them. Peach Bowl, obviously we're going to pick these games, so I'm just going to say who's in them. But we've got Peach Bowl, Michigan State versus Pittsburgh. It'll be exciting. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, cool for Pittsburgh to go ahead and finish out an awesome year, uh, a, a Clemsonless ACC year. Good for Pittsburgh. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl, Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. Man, interesting. Just, you know, if I'm Oklahoma State, I definitely want revenge after that Baylor game, but they just blow it every that year. That sucks, man. And yeah, we're going to get into they it. They blew that. No, they blew that for sure. Uh, the Rose Bowl, obviously – one of the biggest bowls. That's probably my favorite bowl. You've got Ohio State versus Utah. Rest in peace. Uh-oh. Rest in peace, Duckies. Um, they blew it against Utah on the, at the Pac-12 championship. And then the finals, New Year's Six Bowl, we've got the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, Louisiana. That is Ole Miss versus Baylor. Okay. Interesting. And that's an interesting game. Now, Hump, out of all these bowls, which one what are you going to have? Which my game favorite? are you going to have your eyes locked on the most? Not the bowls because uh, there's always a favorite bowl, but – the matchups we have, man. I don't. I, I really like Matt Corral from Ole Miss, so may, maybe Ole Miss and Baylor. But uh, and I know I, I know I mess with this team all the time. But Notre Dame Oklahoma State is an intriguing game to me. Uh, it's obviously weird with the Brian Kelly situation. Thank God there wasn't some fluky thing to where they made the playoffs uh, without a head coach. Uh, I do. I think a lot of their next head coach, though. I've been seeing. Yeah, he looks like a, a oh, absolute man. stud. That dude is. Uh, that dude is very, very. He's just. He just seems like he's got it. Like he's got it. Now I don't know if you saw, but McNeese, their head coach, resigns from McNeese, takes an assistant head coach job at, at LSU, LSU because apparently, and you know, I don't know, I don't know how much it works in Louisiana, but he is one of the best Louisiana recruiters. He can get his guys to stay home. And uh, I think Brian Kelly jumped on that as fast as he can. He said he wants him to come to LSU to do that. So uh, that's a big move. It's tough for McNeese, though. That's a, that's a big loss. Okay, Dalton. Um, totally going off topic here, but I just got breaking news. Oh, no. Live on the pod? Uh, breaking news. I, and I'm talking major breaking news. 
You're going to laugh because we've already talked about it today. Any oh, guess? No. I don't know. We've already touched on it. Uh, like earlier in the episode? Yes. Oh, no. You want me to say it? Yeah, go, go ahead. Cameron Ward. No way. Has entered the transfer portal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I have, it's, it's a really long tweet, so I'm not, I haven't read it. But, yeah, the end of it says, I have decided to enter the transfer portal with three years of eligibility. Wow. Uh, go Cougs? Wow. That, go Cougs, uh, is that going to be the very end? Wow. I that mean, is uh, that's something. We, uh, we're pretty on the market most I, of the time. That's very props to Dalton Meyer right there. <laughs> you nailed that one. But uh, I guess we'll have to see where he goes. Of course, we'll keep up with it. Uh, Washington State sounds like a potential home for him. But uh, Bulls are exciting. Playoffs are exciting. But we're going to save it. That is a lot of good episodes. We don't want to take that content for later. So we're going to hold on to it. Hump, let's roll into some scores. Starting off, FCS playoffs. Villanova, Holy Cross. You know what, Holy Cross, you, you had a great run. Close game, 21-16. to 16. How do you feel about Villanova? I think I think Villanova is going to be fine. They're going to give South Dakota State a great game this weekend. I think that they I think they probably saw Holy Cross and were thinking, "Okay, we're going to win this one." Let's and maybe their players are looking a little ahead like they shouldn't be doing, but that's natural. No no offense to Holy Cross, but that that was a little out of their league. Uh Villanova, one of the top teams in the country. I think they will be geared up and ready to roll this weekend. Sela, Southeastern Louisiana, and James Madison. James Madison, domination, 59-20. to Quarterback goes crazy. Cole Kelly, in the Walter Payton finalist. Uh, he's one of the top three, but just couldn't get it done through three picks. You just can't do that. JMU moves on. Uh, next up, we have UT Martin, Montana State. Montana State with the win, 26-7. to They're playing Sam Houston in Huntsville. Great game. Congratulations, to, uh, Tennessee Martin. Great season. But uh, Montana's moving on. Next up, we have Eastern Washington and Montana Wow. This was a fun game. Really fun game. The uh, score it, the score doesn't show. This one was close for, for a, a vast majority of this game. But uh, it all came down to one thing, and that's special teams. Montana with the win, 57-41. Eric Berrier. Incredible career. What a, what a I, good uh, – I hope he gets a shot in the NFL somewhere. Do you think? Do you think he's got a good chance? His size hurts him, but uh, his stats definitely are, are, good, are great. It, it was crazy watching the game because there were times where he was throwing 70-yard bombs and yeah. with ease. He's oh, yeah. just the cannon. We had 80, he had over 80 pass attempts that game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's Golly. unreal. Uh, next up, we have Kennesaw State and East Tennessee State. In a close one, Kennesaw takes an L, 32-31. to 31. Man, Kennesaw, we were really high on them. We were talking big on the Owls. I guess we jinxed them. But East Tennessee State, the Buccaneers, the Pirates, whatever you want to call them, the Swashbucklers, they're moving on. And then next up, we have Southern Illinois, North Dakota State. My Salukis, I love you, my zoo, but I uh, couldn't get it done. 38-7, to the Bison, they're moving on. They're angry. They, uh, they, wanna, they want some revenge on the Bearcats. And then finally, in the FCS, South Dakota State, Sac State, South Dakota State with the win, 24-19 to hump. And you, we never want to look ahead. And we, we got to beat Montana State first. But I, uh, if, I'm pretty sure South Dakota State has a picture of us in their locker room with like a sword through it, maybe a couple daggers. They uh they're looking forward to hopefully coming to Huntsville to play a game. Yeah, well they better they better not worry about us because they dang near gave that away in the second half to Sac State. They were a fourth down conversion away from Sac State getting the ball back and uh having a chance to win that one. Well the run game is there, but uh they still got a couple things to work on. They gotta go. They gotta win this week if they want to come to Huntsville. We gotta win this week if we want to keep playing. In the FBS world, UTSA, Western Kentucky, UTSA with the win, 49-41, to finishes a great season. They uh, they get the championship and uh, hopefully a good bowl game. Next up, we have Baylor, Oklahoma State. Baylor with the win, 21-16. to Hump, what happened to Oklahoma State? 
Man, uh, you know, we didn't get to watch the entirety of that game, but it just seemed like offensively they were very lackluster. Uh, you know, they had some bad turnovers. Uh, Spencer Saunders, he, he, you know, he just didn't play his best game. And uh, Baylor, Baylor was able to get out of that one with a win. Uh, congrats to them for being Big 12 champs. What a weird year in the Big 12. No Texas, no OU. Uh, but, yeah, Baylor, Baylor on top in the Big 12. Speaking of Texas, uh, Ohio State transfer quarterback Quinn Edwards, 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 Edwards. So the, made, the kid that the bank, I'm not a fan of made the bank. Uh, so he's his top two is Texas and Texas Tech, and allegedly because NIL deals is going crazy in Austin, it's been rumored that he has a first round draft pick worth deal if he goes to Texas, and which is crazy. It, it, and that's what NIL. That's what people didn't like about it. But uh, he's going to make a lot of money if he goes to Texas. It looks like that's where he's going. The crystal ball is leaning towards the Longhorns. Hump, I know you don't like him, but uh, is this a good move for for UT and to bring Texas back? It's a it's an incredible move, uh, and I'm I'm not saying that the kid's not good. I think think he's obviously very talented. He's like a top fifteen recruit of all time, uh, and so I don't like that he forewent his uh, his senior season and kind of bailed out on his on his classmates, kids that he grew up with. Uh, they actually – they're playing in the uh, state semifinals this week. So props to them to get there without him. But, yeah, incredible talent. If he if he's able to go to Texas, you know, that's a that's a tremendous get for the Longhorns. And, uh, you know, if he is able to go there, there's going to be other kids come with him. I mean, receivers, D-line, O-line, whatever it may be, the number one recruit, wherever he goes, people will follow. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna need that, especially after having a disappointing season, lost a lot of recruits. That's okay; they'll bounce back. Uh, I wonder what that does to Casey Thompson and Hudson Card. I wonder. I don't know. I don't uh, know. There were rumors that maybe Hudson Card might transfer. I don't know. We'll just have to see about that. Next up, we have Georgia, Alabama. We already talked about Alabama just doing what they do best, uh, upsetting teams, forty-one to twenty-four. Georgia, they're still in the playoffs, but they definitely need to fix whatever happened. Next up, we have Michigan, Iowa. All Michigan had to do was win this game to get in the playoffs, and they do it, forty-two to three. Great season for Iowa. Kind of, kind of wishy-washy. Almost with the number one team at one point, but couldn't get it done. The Wolverines are in the playoffs. I'm excited. I've been uh, cheering for them since day one. Jim Harbaugh kept keeps his job for a couple more years at least, and uh, we'll have to see what happens with him. And then we have Oregon and Utah. Utah just has the Ducks number thirty-eight to ten. I don't know what happened to the Ducks. I don't know why they can't compete against Utah, but Utah with the win. Big bowl game in the Rose Bowl. Then we have Cincinnati, Houston. Man, the Cougs. They, they fought. 35-20, Cincinnati with the win. They're facing Alabama, the big dogs. Let's see if they can compete. This is their chance to prove themselves for the group of five. For all the underdogs, this is the Rocky fight. Can they beat Alabama? I don't think so, but we'll have to see. Then finally, Wake Forest, Pitt, the Demon Dinkins. Did they get the win? Absolutely not. 45 21 Sam Pickett he uh a lot of people think he's the best quarterback in the draft we'll have to see you know there's still there's still Liberty's quarterback I don't know Wake Forest Sam Hartman they're gonna bounce back maybe they'll compete with Clemson next year hopefully Clemson doesn't return I don't know but hump before we get on the NFL we have uh we have something that we've been waiting a while to do but uh what hump what what holiday is it what's coming up in a little bit Dalton, uh, I hear uh, hear that it's Christmas, and uh, we both have a significant other in our life. And we do. Uh, what's uh, what's what are you thinking about getting them for Christmas? And uh, this isn't a spoiler, so if Jill's listening to this, I don't want her to get any any bright ideas. Well, okay, I got I, I can say it. I know she's not going to listen to this, so, um, <laughs> but uh, I got her a purse. 
I got her a purse. Um, now in the past, I've gotten her jewelry. Jewelry is kind of a it's kind of one of those things that you're not really going to go wrong. Yeah, you can't go wrong with jewelry at all, and that's why we're proud to announce we have our first sponsorship. First, first ad, this first is ad big. rating. Appreciate you, believe. So this is a Lightbox jewelry. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gifts of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science on sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds that you can find at a light price of eight hundred dollars per carat. A little out of my budget. Yeah. A little out of your budget. A little bit. Hopefully, our listeners are. Uh, People that have actual jobs, you know, walk on radio is not paying quite good yet. <laughs> they have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are a gift they'll never want to take off price, so they don't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit LightboxJewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's LightboxJewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds. Never a dull moment. Wow. Wow. That was cool. Man, I, I, I probably need to check that out. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I first of all, I didn't know that lab-grown diamonds were even a thing. I know. I, I mean, that sounds pretty... That sounds pretty fancy to me. Do you think our national championship rings were our lab-grown diamonds from Lightbox? (laughs) I'm just now that we're now that we're sponsored by them, I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they're probably Lightbox diamonds. One hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe uh, hopefully if we get we get another one, we get Lightbox. There we go. There we go. But um, NFL time starting it off. Fantasy corner. Playoffs are getting near. Ooh, buddy. Uh, I am fighting for my life in uh, the walk-on fantasy league. I'm first place right now, hanging on for dear life. But Keenan Allen is gone. He is out this week. And I don't like that. And I'm pretty sure I'm facing your dad. So I might be in trouble. But that's okay. Hump, winners, losers. And uh, update us on your league. Yeah, Dalton. Uh, walk on Radio Fantasy League. I got the win last week. But it's going to take a Christmas miracle um, to get in the playoffs for that one. I've just had too many injuries to overcome. But, you know, hey, that's the name of the game. Dalton, in, in, in my personal league, um, things are going well. I've, uh, I've won eight games in a row. Uh, um, I'm 59 points from the all-time single-season scoring record in my 11-year league. And it's it's going to happen, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, I, and it's, it's really been a fun year. You know, next week I'm going to have a bye and then, then go into the semifinals. So, obviously, I'll keep you updated with that. Jonathan Taylor, you've been seeing my tweets. Uh, been, it's been a fun year. But, Dalton, as far as fantasy football as a whole, the first guy that I want to highlight here, and you know how I feel about this kid, he got his first start ever. Javante Williams, man, oh, you've been baby. you've been talking about him for a he, while. He, he's Jonathan Taylor 2.0. I mean, that, that's how much I like this kid. You gonna buy a jersey? Is he on your fantasy team? Yes, no. Okay. So, so remember last year I picked Jonathan Taylor as my. We do in my league. Yeah, we have a lock. keeper. Javante oh. Williams is my lock. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's my keeper. Seventh rounder. So you don't you, you're not going to be able to keep Jonathan Taylor. No, he's gone. So it's a two it's a two year deal. So yeah. the year you draft him, and then one year after. So Jonathan Taylor, rest in peace, buddy. Probably won't be on my team next year. He's <laughs> probably the number one pick next year, honestly. But I will have Javante Williams, Dalton. I don't know. I lost Christian McCaffrey. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. I lost Christian McCaffrey. If if Javante Williams is my fill in for him, paired with Jonathan Taylor, and I go on to win a Super Bowl. I feel like I have to buy a Javante Williams jersey. Well, you have to. It, it, I mean, it's kind of the same stakes as last year. Is, yeah. is it not? I feel like definitely if he if he has an impact, if he's one of those guys. That well, he last week he came, scored. Well, last week he scored twenty seven. Yeah. So <laughs> impact. If yeah. he keeps it up, I definitely think a jersey okay. is coming. Okay. He keeps it up. I win a Super Bowl. Javante Williams. I'll buy a jersey. You heard it here on Walk On Radio. This seems like deja vu. 
Thank, thankfully, I'm in the same position. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he had a great week. Uh, Justin Herbert, he has been on a freaking tear. I mean, that's Dalton's boy, Mr. Mister Charger. Uh, you know, right now, other than Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup has undoubtedly had the best year at receiver, fantasy football, NFL football, whatever you want to look at. But the second guy that I want to talk about is Justin Jefferson. Oh, my gosh. Dalton, at what point do we have to start considering Justin Jefferson as a top five receiver in the NFL? Um, I think it's coming. Uh, he's still got, I think, his So, like, what, what, what's your number right now? He's probably top ten. I think he's definitely top ten. Yeah, I, I, I think he's – I'd probably put him in, like, eight or nine. Yeah, he's close, but uh, he's just – there's so many good receivers right now. I mean, okay, I'm not putting him against – or I'm not putting him ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not putting him ahead of Devontae Adams. Um, I'm not putting him ahead of Stephon Diggs. You're running out of names. Wait a minute. I'm not putting him, I'm not putting him uh, ahead of Tyreek Hill. So, that's four. He's close. He's up there, dude, because – He's past Julio. Michael Thomas doesn't play anymore. Calvin Ridley didn't play this year. Do you think I guess I guess him I guess Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup have gotta gotta be in that top ten category right now. Do you think if he wasn't on the Vikings it'd be a different story? Because the Kirk Cousins good or bad. Vikings, I feel because like Kirk Cousins has actually had a pretty good year this year. He's and been the efficient. The Vikings have been okay. They've been the best, you know, best worst teams I've seen in the NFL, but they really are. I just they, feel like if if they if the team he's on is more successful, I think he gets more shine and probably is considered higher than. Well, God, I don't know how much more shine he could have. You know, he has the most from la- from the start of last season to right now. He has the most receiving yards in the NFL. So you're saying, and I think I know the answer to this. He's better than Adam Thielen already. Yes. Okay. I think Adam Thielen is great, but I think he's pretty much just a touchdown guy in the red zone. Justin Jefferson. Is a hundred yard a week guy, and I think also that's going to help Thielen and the Vikings. It, it, he becomes a guy that kind of he's the receiver number two, gives him a lot more open spots. Uh, oh, I, well, I think I think Thielen is a better receiver too. Like I, I think I think Thielen, I think Thielen is like the best Robin in the league because he's a Batman type player. But I think that he's better because of Justin Jefferson. Do you think at some point the Vikings start looking past Kirk Cousins, or I don't know. I, I mean, because he wins, but just not enough. And they just they did lose to the Lions, which we're gonna talk about a little bit. I okay, unless like Russell Wilson comes along, like what options are they trading out Kirk Cousins for? Well, I'm saying more like I, I don't know. Start well, they drafted Kellen Mond, I guess, but I don't know if he's like the guy that's ew. Yeah, I don't know if he's the next <laughs> franchise guy. But I'm saying just like next start, year's QB draft is not yeah, anything not like special. Sam Pickett, uh, what's his name? Malik Willis, Ugh. Sam Howell, oh. our former boy. <laughs> okay, but hey, fantasy <laughs> football, <laughs> fantasy football. This is the last week of the regular season. If 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 you're not in the playoff hunt, it's too late. You suck. Fantasy football is over. Better luck next year. But if you are, and most of the times the way fantasy football works out, it always seems like, you know, if there's five or six playoff spots, all of those but one is filled up, locked in, and then there's about five teams fighting for one spot. That makes the last week of the season so much fun. So, what do I always say? You better get busy winning or get busy trying. But at this point, you're out of time. So it's almost playoff season. Yeah, that's you said it best. Uh, this last week is kind of fighting for the last spot. So playing your dad is probably the worst time to, to have that matchup. But uh, I can name a fantasy loser. His name is Mac Jones. Nothing against the man. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, okay, okay, okay. For And, and I'll even throw in I'll, – I'll start this by saying he won his real football game. It's got to be the least amount of fantasy points ever scored by a starting quarterback in which they won their game. Let me tell you, I so I had all I had left was Josh Allen, and I needed three points. And I started watching the game like, oh, my God, 
he's not going to get three points. Well, and if you don't, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Monday night game with New England and Buffalo. 15, 20 degree wind trail, but the wind, the wind was 30 miles an hour Insane. and had gusts of wind up to 55 miles an hour. <laughs> Did you see some of the kicks, Dalton? Yeah. Well, the I first saw... kick of the game went into like the fifth row of the stands. <laughs> I saw a field goal kicker warming up. From he, like 30 out yeah, and it didn't even get it, there? It came back to the kicker. Unreal. <laughs> what was crazy is they, they, there was only one direction that they were attempting kicks uh, because they attempted one kick going into the wind freaking missed it and then they then then they started going for two and it was really just a crazy game well belichick said that's okay and decided to run the ball 45 times in a row you love to see it the fullback was in so many times he's a big he's a big boy dalton question of the day Uh oh are the new england patriots back yes and hump let me tell are you they something. the afc favorites let me tell you something because i i started thinking about it and it sounds nice Brady versus Jones. God. Is it happening? I saw a tweet and said that the NFL is about to cheat so hard to make that <laughs> Super Bowl happen. <laughs> the Bucks Pat Super Bowl oh my looks God. real. I cannot believe Who would have thought that Mac Jones found his way onto the New England Patriots? Be- Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, and I, I mean at one point does the Super Bowl trophy gets renamed the Bill Belichick trophy. Whoa, that's a little disrespectful to the Lombardi I, Trophy. Uh, I love, uh, your guy. I love my guy. Whoa. But come on. Tom Brady and Mac the Jones. The Belichick Bowl. They could just, yeah. Ooh, that just sound, that sounds scary. But look, I love my Packers. I want them to be in it. But just the thought of the the dark versus evil versus evil, I guess. Uh, that's like that's like two Sith Lords going <laughs> at it right there. That's a matchup. But yeah. Patriots, heavy favor right now. The Buffalo Bills, they, they look okay. Dude, I, what is their deal? I, I know, know that they are better than the Patriots. The I really NFC think that. It's just so uh, weird. The NFC is competitive. Well, it was competitive, and now it's kind of become, you know, the Bucks and the Packers and the Cowboys, like, kind of clawing their Well, the Cardinals back. are definitely still the Cardinals, in there. But they, they fell off, came back. The AFC is just open, completely yeah, open. Yeah, it is open. And the Chiefs have won five games in a row, so they're back. Uh, it's going to be – it's a fun playoffs because there is not – to me – I think if you ask 10 different people who the top three best teams in the league are, you'd get 10 different answers. And, and that's fun. And we've seen the games this season. At any point, somebody can Oh, crazy no upset. question. No the question. playoffs could be completely different. But, Hump, let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys. The Packers had a bye week, so I have nothing to say. We got better. We're going 1-0. Hopefully, we're going 1-0 again. We beat the New Orleans Saints 27-17. to this was a big one. You needed it was this big. one. How you feeling? Huge game. It was a must win. Uh, we had to get back on the winning side of things. You know, Dalton, we finally had you finally had Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, Dak, Tyron Smith, all of our offensive guys on the field at one time. A little disappointed with how the offense played, but the Saints defense, especially their run defense, is good. Uh, it was it was a Thursday night game in a hostile environment. Uh, and so, a little disappointed with how the offense looked, but defense freaking came to play. Demarcus Lawrence was back, and I noticed just an immediate, immediate uptick in, in pass rush, defensive presence, and it, it kind of seemed like Micah Parsons, who might I add, is just incredible. Uh, what a player. He's is unreal. It, he's He's a lock, right, for a defensive rookie of the year, do we think? It's been over for weeks. Uh, I think I think now he's he's playing well enough to get votes for defensive player of the year. He won't win it, but I think he's doing well enough to at least get a vote in that. But, yeah, you know, we get Randy Gregory back this week. It's a huge, huge, huge division game against the Washington football team. I didn't say Redskins. <laughs> Washington football team, which 
I had this weird thought the other day. At this point, I think you just leave it, the Washington football team. It's kind of growing on me. I a like bit. it. You I know like they've the, sold a bunch of gear and stuff with it. But man, I just one of my favorite ones was the Hogs because the I hogs. know back in the day that's like what that. they call their offensive line. That's what they, their group is called I like their fan that. base. But the Washington football team just sounds it it sounds so Washington. Just professional, yeah, kind of that government thing. Just the Washington football team. I like team. it. I like it. But anyways, it's a huge game. They're two games back in the NFC East. If we win this one, three game lead. And then we actually play them again in two weeks, which the way the NFL did their scheduling this year with adding the game, kinda weird. But uh we're ready for that. It's in Washington. Going to be a – it's a big one. Uh, Washington's won four or five games in a row. I think the defense is going to be fired up. Get Randy Gregory back, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons. Trayvon Diggs got another interception last week with the league-leading nine, which is just unbelievable. What a year for him. But, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done this week. I'm excited. I'm calling it right now, right here. Dak Prescott throws for 300 and three touchdowns this weekend. Huge, Damn. huge game for Dak. I got a question for you. I've asked it before. It's been a long time since I've, I've asked this, but uh, he just continues to impress me every day, and the other guy doesn't seem to impress me as much. Hump. Tony Pollard. <laughs> Come on. I hate you. It's time. I hate you. It's time to move on from Zeke. I think Zeke is literally hurt right now. He's playing with a bone bruise but in his knee. I wish that, they would rest him. The play that Tony Pollard has just been – He's just a change of pace guy. I'm telling you, Tony Pollard is not built to be an every down workhorse back. Man. And in today's NFL, with the way running backs get hurt, it's totally okay to have two good players. Well, I don't think I don't think he's going to. Well, stay. How did Ramon Jefferson and Noah Smith look last week against the Carnot Word? That's true. I feel it, like those are comparable it was to different Zeke. Looks. It was the power back and the speed back. I, I, I agree. Feel, with you. I, I feel like that is that is a way that the NFL is heading. I just feel like, and unless I don't know what his contract situation is, but. I think when the contract is up, Tony Pollard will no longer be a Cowboys running back because he can be a starter somewhere. I think someone's going to oh, pick him up. I, that's fine. No. Unless the Cowboys say, hey, it's your time. Tony Pollard time. It'll be the same thing with Michael Gallup. We won't be able to keep him uh, when, it, when, when the time's right because he can get paid elsewhere. Oh, man, I, uh, I might, I'm going to buy a Green Bay Packer jersey that says Tony Pollard on the back. He'll never wear a Cowboys jersey, but uh, I'll support the guy. And, uh, you know, Zeke, he's doing his thing, but maybe it's time. Let's move on to some scores. Minnesota and Detroit. <gasps> Detroit, finally. Oh man! And, and what a what a game! I could feel the happiness on that in that stadium. Twenty nine to twenty seven. Uh, man, Kirk Cousins not happy. He was uh, he was pretty fired up at the end of the game, yelling at everybody. Next up, we have Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Tampa Bay thirty to seventeen. Playoff Tom Brady. He's coming, and the the matchup is set. They just got to get there. Then we have Arizona, Chicago, Arizona, thirty-three to twenty-two. Arizona. Kyler Murray's back. Yeah, yep. they're they're going to be good. They're going to be a threat in the playoffs. Hopefully, uh, the Packers don't have to play until pretty late. Then we have Jacksonville and the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams, thirty-seven to seven. Hump the Rams. Bad streak. Couple of losses. Come back and beat Jacksonville. What do you think they're going to do in the playoffs? Well, if the season ended today, I know that it would be Rams versus Cowboys in Dallas. That's a good game. That's a good game. Go Rams. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, but I think the Rams, they're, they're definitely going to be a playoff team. Don't know that they're going to win that division because of how the Cardinals have played. But uh, that defense and, and, and Matthew Stafford at, at the helm for Los Angeles, I definitely like them for a playoff run. 
Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh with the win, twenty nineteen. Baltimore, man, they just went for it. On, went for it. Uh, went for two on the last. Mark Andrews with no times. I don't. The ball. I don't know. Is that Mark or Lamar Jackson? It's close. I, I think Lamar could have made a. Better I think he throw. rushed it. He yeah. rushed it. But Mark's got to make that play though. Got to make that play. Next up, we have Denver and Kansas City. Denver. Little wishy-washy, golly. The only Kansas good City. part of that game was Javante Williams having <laughs> 180 yards and a touchdown. Kansas City with the win, 22-9. to Then we have Indianapolis and Houston. Houston scored zero points. But, obviously the Colts won this one. Jonathan Taylor did his thing, scored his, uh, a touchdown in 10 games in a row. But the highlight of this game was none of that. Highlight of this game was that Davion Davis got in, played for the Houston Texans that day. It was great to watch him play. We're friends with Davion, former Sam Houston State Bearcat legend, uh, really, really cool to see him get in that one. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of funny. He's wearing 81 now, number of another Sam Houston legend, Nathan Stewart. But uh, did the thing. We're really proud of him. It, it's really cool seeing people that we played with. I remember watching him in one on ones and just he's cooking everybody. His footwork is so good. He's got great hands. But uh, Houston got a goose egg, not very good. But Kavion Thibodeau, Oregon Ducks, massive human being, has declared for the draft. A lot of people projecting him first. Maybe Houston has found their guy. I don't know just, if they need just him. Depend, just depends on what they're thinking they're going to do at quarterback, yeah. honestly. Next up, we have Miami, the New York Giants. Miami with the win, 20-9. to nine. The Giants, yikes. Miami, I think that's like five wins in a row. They're trying to make the Looks playoffs. Solid. They trying could to make probably the playoffs. squeak in there. And we have Philadelphia and the New York Jets. The Jets suck. That is not new. 33-18. Gardner Minshew gets the win in that one. Very, Gardner Minshew versus Jalen Hurts? I don't know. Very cool. Yeah. You could definitely tell the emotion, the excitement with those two. Uh, uh, that, that That's a cool feeling after the game for them. I'll never forget when he first got traded. He said, I'm not going to the bathroom because number two means nothing to me. And I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. Whoa. Yeah. Holy Gardner <laughs> Minshew quote. <laughs> what a guy. Goodness gracious. Next up, we have the Chargers in Cincinnati. Chargers with the win, 41-22. to Hump, Cincinnati. Playoffs? I feel like I'm going to start asking you this every week because they just kind of they kind of miss. The, some games they do really well. This game, they, the Chargers put 41 on them. So I don't know what team to expect from the Bengals, but playoffs are coming. you got to win these last couple games. The question for you is, are they going to make it? Is, is it time? Are they going to slide in? Or are we going to see another team, maybe a Baltimore team? It's just such a weird division. But uh, are they going to make the playoffs? Man, I, I like what Joe Burrow is doing. Uh, Jamar Chase has been a lot of fun. Joe Mixon all of a sudden is is playing his tail off. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I just tell myself they are the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it helps them a lot that Pittsburgh, not that great. The Cleveland Browns, not that great. And uh, the Ravens, they're good. I think they're probably the best team in that division. But they're certainly beatable. Next up, we have the Washington football team and the Las Vegas Raiders. Washington football team, 17-15. to they're 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 gonna first. I don't know if they're gonna make playoffs, but they I can't might believe ruin. that the Raiders beat the Cowboys. That still hurts so bad. <laughs> oh God! Uh, shout out to one of my one of my favorite podcasts, Busting with the Boys. Will Compton finally got signed. He's going to the Vegas Raiders. That's good for him. Uh, he's he's one of the reasons I started podcasting. Uh, so it's such a cool thing to see him get signed. Next up, we have the 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Niners lose twenty three to thirty. Seattle Seahawks get a win. About time they uh. What is just an awful season for them. They'll bounce back. Russell Wilson will be back to MVP form. And then finally, we talked about it. New England, Buffalo, the wins were crazy. But New England sneaks by by running the ball 14-10. to 10. They get the win. You know, Josh Allen and the Bills are just not built to run the ball like that, and the wins really uh, affected them. But a uh, good game anyways. Hump, for our picks, like you said, we're not doing an official pick em, but me and you, we're going to go back to the old school days, just, uh, just us two. We're going to pick the playoffs, the SCS playoffs. 
We're not picking Sam Houston, Montana State. Hopefully the Bearcats win, but uh, you know how we roll. First up, we have Montana and James Madison. This is a heavyweight matchup on Friday. The Grizz, they, they said they want to get in, but they got to go through the Dukes who just have everything figured out, and they're playing at James Madison, one of the best stadiums in FCS, and it's going to be rocking. So, Hump, you got the Dukes or you got the Grizz? I think that this is... To me, I think this is the game of the weekend as far as competitive go competitive competitiveness. Hard word, sorry. That's a big, big we're not word. we're not English majors. <laughs> um, Montana at James Madison, offense versus defense. This is going to be a brawl. I'm talking like brawl of the the wild, the, the brawl of the west <laughs> to the east, whatever you want. I was trying to trying to think of a cool name there without uh, stealing Montana and Montana State rivalry, but Dalton. This is going to be an unpopular take right here. Oh, unpopular. No. Don't do it. But I think, and a, man, it's a lot of people have asked me what I think, and this is what I think. I think Montana is going to go into James Madison and beat them. Wow. James Madison, they're a touchdown favorite. Uh, but I just, I don't know, man. I, when I see Montana, they play with a lot of intensity. Not that James Madison doesn't. James Madison is, is top to bottom one of the most talented teams in the country, no doubt. But give me Montana. With the chip on their shoulder, um, I, I think Friday night this is going to be a classic. I think both teams got something that they want. Montana, they they want to say that oh, they, they got something it. that they want. Yeah, they got something that they want for Montana sure. Montana wants to show everybody that uh, if they were in the spring, they would have won. James Madison, they uh, they definitely want to come and play Huntsville again or play Sam Houston in Huntsville. Uh, but unfortunately, that wouldn't happen to be at Frisco. If it did, James Madison is just such a complete team. And I love Montana, but I always go back to the Sac State game, the one game where I watched fully through, and it's just, I don't know. They looked a little rough. But I did watch the Eastern Washington game fully through, and they looked great. Quarterback looked great, and uh, special teams always wins. But I'm going with James Madison here. I think they just the most complete team. Their quarterback is a stud, and they just got some ballers on all sides, special teams, offense, and defense. So give me the Dukes here. Home field advantage is going to be rocking. It is going to be loud. Next up, we have South Dakota State and Villanova. South Dakota State have been running the ball like crazy. They want to come back and uh, go to the national championship again. And then we have Villanova, a team that we kind of we slept on in the very beginning, and then they started winning a lot of games, and now they're here. They uh, had a close one against Holy Cross, but uh, definitely want to bounce back. Hump, who are you taking? Man, Dalton, you know, I, I made a bracket be before the playoffs even started. Uh, I know we're not really supposed to talk about that, but I did make one before before all this started. I am uh, – there's been – 16 games so far. I'm 14 for 16. Um, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good, I would say. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, and the only one that I missed was I had Missouri State going two rounds. So that counted as two losses. Um, Pre-bracket, pre-watching games, all that, I had Montana beating James Madison. So I stuck with that. And pre-bracket, pre-watching games, I picked Villanova over South Dakota State. Uh, I think that South Dakota State, top to bottom, is better than Villanova. The difference is South Dakota State has played one extra game. South Dakota State has already traveled 1,700 miles to Sac State and home, and now they're traveling 1,300 miles to Villanova. It doesn't matter who you are. That is tough mentally. That is tough on your body. Uh, and for that, I, I am going to take the Villanova Wildcats. Not a basketball school, apparently. Apparently, they're good at football. Um, but yeah, I, this is going to be a fun one. I think, I think a lot of people have South Dakota state in a landslide in this one, not saying they won't win, but definitely think this is going to be a good game. Yeah. It seems like you picked both the underdogs this time, even though Villanova is a higher ranked team right now. I'm going with South Dakota state, man. They just, now that, uh, both running backs are back, Pierre strong and Isaiah Davis, they just got to figure it out. That offensive line is 
absolutely massive. They are just some big boys. But uh, yeah, I'm going with South Dakota State here. They they want to like I said, they want to come to Huntsville and to play the Bearcats. But they got to win this game first. We got to win our game. But uh, they definitely have a chip on their shoulder. In the last game, East Tennessee State versus North Dakota State. Hump, you picked the two underdogs. Are you going to do it again? They are facing a a huge challenge, going to the Fargo Dome and facing the Bison. Who you got here? Yeah, not so fast here, brother. Uh, East Tennessee, if you haven't heard what happened in the in the end of that one versus Kennesaw, look it up. It was crazy. Uh, the Buccaneers, great FCS name. They got the win there. Their prize is a quarterfinal matchup at the Fargo Dome, and that will be the last game they play this season. Yep, uh, North Dakota State wins this one. Uh, they got the easiest game in the quarterfinals, no question. But um, you never know. You never know. I've seen Qua- crazier things. Quay Holmes, a uh, Walter Payton Award finalist, one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, maybe he'll be able to uh, make something shake for the old Buccaneers, but I'm taking the Bison in a in a pretty big win. Yeah, I agree with you. Bison, they, uh, they're going to win this one, and it's going to be a huge, huge uh, last matchup if they win. Either Montana or James Madison versus North Dakota State. We'll have to see. But Hump, what a fun episode. We got to talk about the playoffs. We got to talk about finals. We got to talk about everything in between. And we had our first sponsorship. Who would have thought? Any last words before we finish this episode? Dalton, man, it's it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I hope that I hope that the Bearcats are able to get it done this weekend. I, I guarantee that the atmosphere is going to be rocking at Bauer Stadium. If you're listening to this, figure out a way to get there. I saw Campus Tour, you know, the college football Campus yep. Tour guy. He tweeted today he's going to be in Huntsville for the first time. That's awesome. Um, Another thing, too, graduation is this weekend. Graduation is this weekend. If, uh, if you're here, if you've got family here that are watching you graduate. Talk about the ultimate college experience for, for your family members coming yeah. in. And, and, they're, and, they're, and they're selling $5 tickets at graduation. Nothing beats a night game, Dude, a playoff night game. against. A, it's going to be rocking. I hope so. It's going to be rocking. But, uh, man, anything else? Anything else you want to get out no, there? No, man. Good luck in your fantasy football week 14s this week. Good luck to your NFL team. Good luck to your FCS team. Hopefully it is the Bearcats. That's another episode of Walk on Radio. Good luck to your finals. If you're finishing up school, get it done. Graduate. Get out of here. Go Believe podcasts. Yeah. Home of uh, professional podcasts. <laughs> I don't usually does that, so I don't really know it. Well, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You already know what to do. Buy our hats. We should have hats soon. We've had some. Um, we've had some people reach out about buying hats. We're getting more hats made. Uh, we were a little. They, they sold out fast. Let's yeah. just say that. And we're in playoffs, so it's a little tough right now, but. Uh, they're going to be out. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. Buy our hats. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you need to. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. This episode and this podcast is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast for professionals. And, of course, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.